RecallGavin2020.com. You print out your own petitions, and you fill them in with people's names, and then you send them in the mail. You going to do that? No, I got other stuff to do. I'm actually doing stuff and making things. I mean, leave. I mean, it's fine. Leave Gavin alone. He's just being a little politician. Just a. It's all good. I think everybody's mad at him. Oh. Yeah. I think the film industry is about to be real pissed off. And oh, what's happening? Well, I'll explain it. I'll explain it. And action. Oh, it's so nice to see you two girls having a pleasant chat. Or is it a pleasant chat? Are we finally ready to start? Live from the City of Roses. I thought this would be funny, but it's not. This is L-A-A-F. Everyone thinks we're incompetent. With Grace Faye. I just want to tell you all how happy I am to be back in the studio. Grace! And another unsung blue-collar hero. Jimmy McCammon. Don't you sometimes hate yourself? Constantly. The old team together again. Oh. Nothing can stop us. See? This? You must have dreamed about this moment for a thousand times. Is L.A. AF. How'd you like it? Oh, I didn't. Thank you. I'm going to leave them the worst review. I love it, Pomona. And action. Blast off into the stratosphere. Shields up, LAFers. That's right. We've got some, uh, we've got, uh, we've got, uh, uh, tyranny to 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 defend ourselves against squash the tyranny the mighty california bear under the oppression have i (laughs) gone mad you may ask i'm afraid so that squawking that you hear belongs to a local uh local arts hero actor maven songstress dancerina grace Faye. everybody thank you thank you and across the table from me is the one, the only guy who has hair on his chest. Mm. Oh, yeah. I got there. Yeah. Every injury. We did, we went over the science last time. Every injury you get, you get a hair. Mm. Yeah. But they come in like one at a time when you're little, huh? Oh, I'm so mad. Uh, you know, follow us on the Things LAAF podcast and then give us a dollar a month on Patreon. You may be mad. You may be mad, but let me tell you something. The best people usually are. The Lewis the, Carroll. The tyranny. Thank you. Thank it's you very much. It's his birthday. Much. I'm righteously mad, too. Oh, yeah. I'm exactly the kind of mad Lewis Carroll would have liked me to be. Like Mad Hatter mad? Sorry, I'm, I'm drinking my delicious grapefruit seltzer water and I'm belching. Not into the mic or anything? We don't get any of that? And None also, of the good stuff? Also making last minute adjustments and fine tuning. Uh, the inputs, the outputs. And the ups, the downs. Yeah, but a little piece of equipment that uh, many, 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 many filmmakers make. You yourself, Grace Faye, have seen these all over film sets that you have worked on, I guarantee you. And uh, Black, it's, an important, it's an important piece of equipment Trolleys, for film dollies. sets. And uh, it's made now illegal to sell in the state of California by... I must have, we must have had a vote on, you know, something stupid, something California-esque, some clean, you know, the Happy happy Pigeons and Clean Air Act and Unicorns and Bunnies. That sounds good. Yeah, of course it sounds good. I probably voted for it myself. Is Newsom bringing back unicorns? 
I don't think this one's on Newsom. I think it's on the fine voters of the state of California. I think that's me. Yes, I know it's. I me voted too. for unicorns. We do, and nothing happened. No. Yeah, other stuff though. You know, other things happening in uh, today's news. Uh, it's Wednesday, later. Hump Day. Oh, thank you. We're uh, back on set tomorrow, so we'll all be coming with you um, to you with some and more acting notes, acting ideas, inspiration for getting into characters, which is uh, fun. Yeah. Uh, Live as the character for at least a year. That's the Daniel Day Lewis way. You oh, have to yeah. be in a tent. It's all the characters always live in a tent. Aragon and Lord of the Flies. Yeah, he like roamed about and didn't shower for three months. Oh yeah, you can't shower. Have you? How long since you showered? Couple, uh, five minutes. I've been like three and a half weeks. So I'm I'm gonna be uh, my my acting days on Sunday. So I'm gonna be pretty good. I'm gonna be pretty ripe by then. You're a psychiatrist, not a lost. Ranger, but King. even no, you don't understand acting, Grace. Okay, even the psychiatrist, <laughs> you can't take a shower. You have to live in a tent. Okay, that's the Daniel Day Lewis oh, way. Oh yeah. Okay, I'll yeah. teach you all about acting. Do it It'll like really Daniel. Fun. This segment of LAAF is brought to you by Twenty Four and More. Are you a narcissist who's been super into eugenics for your whole life but couldn't ever tell anyone? Then go to 24andmore.com and find out your true history. It's great for narcissists and racists because at 24 and More, we're all about you. And we know you're all about you, yourself, you, more about you, your story, you. 24 and More, what can race mean for you, yourself, no one else? <laughs> 24 and more. And you. Me? The more is about you. You. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, is enough. I'll say. You're embarrassing yourself. If you like blood and thunder, come with me. Live from the LAAF Podcast Studios, this is Breaking News. Straight from LA. Breaking News. Former Councilman. Mitch Englander sentenced to 14 months in federal <gasps> prison. Ooh, Mitch, yes. you're going away. Why? 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 Because corruption is LAAF. Oh, it is. Oh, corruption. As nice as the smog across our um, our skyways. It decorates and- the landscape, the political landscape, like... Like tents decorate the underpasses. Do you know something crazy about LA this week? The grapevine is covered with snow, and suddenly all the bad LA drivers with no snow tires or chains have to worry about getting up over that grapevine if they're going up the five and oh, having well, to go yeah, sideways. It's closed. It's closed, and it's we closed. have to go through it. <laughs> and our, now it's very long to get to Bakersfield where we're shooting, like I three looked, hours instead of an hour and a half. I looked, and it was uh, open during the day today, um, and so hopefully it'll be open um, also today when we're driving up there. You know, you do the math. I got more L.A. news for you. CBS has suspended the two powerful heads of its TV station group, Peter Dunn and David Friend, amid widening allegations that the pair cultivated an environment that included bullying female managers and blocking efforts to hire and retrain black journalists. So it's the um, NABJ leaders, that stands for the National Association of Black Journalists, um, and they got these, uh, these folks fired, Dunn and Friend. Oh, all right. Friend and done are done. Is that cancel culture? Is that, uh, it, this is the guy. 
Oh, okay. He got I mean, canceled? Yeah. It sounds like they were kind of bullies, and uh, it's not cool anymore. A civil, rights, a civil rights investigation has been opened by California Attorney General Javier Basera mm. to determine if the L.A. County Sheriff's Department has acted unconstitutionally in its policing. Ooh, I guarantee you they have, because you know what? All cops do. <laughs> Um, uh, cops all over the place are always constantly like breaking the constitution all the time, like in these like little ways, so that they but can discover cops, so they things. They should get away with it. No, they shouldn't get away with anything anymore. If anything, Time's like up. we learned from the whole last year, you know, of protesting and everything, is like, hey, we're watching you fuckers now. I hope, you know, because you should feel safer when a cop is around, not more threatened. <laughs> and I think most of us feel more threatened. Like, how do you feel more nervous or more at ease when there's a cop driving behind you on the highway? Uh, not at ease. Not at ease, exactly. And I think most people would. You're super square, and uh, I'm a crazy wild man, and uh, we both feel the same way about that. Now, how could that be? Mm. A press release from the California Department of Justice Friday said the investigation was prompted by allegations that the LSD have used excessive force, retaliation, and other misconduct. Who's and used actually, LSD? I was, huh? L.A. You're not even listening, so don't I, talk. You said LSD. No, I said L.A.S.D. I, I didn't. So you weren't listening, so don't talk. Um, but I was listening to this podcast about um, like secret. It's called Secret Societies, and it's about like Ooh. yeah, and it's about like secret cliques. And I mean, your your club, the Skull and Bones Club, That's is not in my there. Club. Grace is in the Skull and Bones. Um, but <laughs> it's like, a secret. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I started this podcast. I'm I'm, dr- I'm outing you. Damn um, it. So, uh, but no, this is like clicks of like sheriff's gangs that like uh, uh, operate in secret and they do these retaliatory actions and they like go after other cops who don't go along with them and stuff. There's several episodes of it on the podcast Network. When I was on LSD once, I had that revelation that the cops roaming around the, the countryside were like bands of chimpanzees, like bullying and like going and like scaring people in, in, in tribes. So, like, you know, <laughs> go get them, everybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's bad to say. Huh? Am I going to get in trouble? Yeah. Now um, they're going to come after you for all the sales and distribution of all LSD ever on the <laughs> West Coast. You know, it's and then how years. will you feel once you're responsible for all of that? More breaking news. The world has reached a staggering milestone of more than 100 million known virus cases. Okay, sure. All right. I'm tired of it. Even... Even if it'll 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 make me bored before it ever kills everyone. I mean, what, what am I trying to say here? I mean, like I don't know. No matter I'm how, offended. No matter how much the 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 bad numbers go up, yeah. also also my being tired of hearing about it goes up for some reason. I guess <laughs> I'm calloused or whatever. But like the same thing happened to me with Trump. You know, he would just get worse and worse and worse, and. <laughs> And, like, I would just want to hear about him less and less and less. It's like, okay, well, I guess this is it, everybody. There's better things to talk about. Let's go out in a dignified way and not talk about it. Ding dong with you. She had such 
Grace. Come on, I'm from Connecticut. Well, you know, Grace is a tough one. Ladies and gentlemen, the LAAF podcast proudly presents... Can't stop helping, won't stop helping. Grace? Well, you don't want too much Grace. She's here to guide you. Wear a cute mask. This is how helping works. Love the Guggenheim. I'm all about saving the trees. This is Grace. She's a natural beauty. No, no more helping. I like a more upscale nachos. Is trying. Just go along and sell out, Woo-hoo! honey. To help. Helping accomplish. <laughs> Chimpanzees, what? This is too peppy. No, I like it. It's fun. It's got a good beat. Hey, um, thanks for all those great interviews you've been bringing us, Jimmy, with Jeff Dwoskin and with Donna Newman, um, talking about stuff. Uh, I'm not sure if we'll come to you on Friday since we're going to be on set. Oh, yeah. But uh, we'll bring you something, and then we'll definitely be back like normal probably next week. Yeah, if I can put it together, I want to talk to some of the people who are on set because there's cool, you know, like film people there. And there's actually a couple people on set who've got some cool stories of their like last couple projects that the audience would be interested in hearing. Yes, yes. I think so, guys. Especially our DP has been shooting some mind-blowing stuff. If you want to follow Anthony Ryan Johnson. That stands for Director of Photography, not the other thing. Uh, either way, I mean, Ant, you know, AJ's down for, for whatevs, <laughs> you know, you can tell him I said so. Okay, I'll stop being dirty. It's my segment. Um, I wanted <laughs> this is supposed to talk to be the wholesome part of the show to everyone about how um, now it's a waxing gibbous moon. Uh, it's almost a full moon. So it's 97% illuminated um, today. It's just about a full moon. So now's a good time to review everything that you've wanted to do for the past few weeks, um, all of your goals and tasks. And, you know, the full moon is a great time for partying all night, howling at the moon, animals are up and out, you might want to make some art late at night, everything has kind of come to fruition, come to a fullness, and it's an exciting time. And after this, then we're going to release and let go for the next two weeks till we come to the new moon and we start again. I have Um, an artsy story about the moon. Okay. It was part of my, like, um, I I used to, when I was real artsy in my early 20s, I used to write these little cards that were like... Uh, just like maybe two and a half inches by maybe five inches or uh-huh. so, you know, and um, they had a guy like a stick figure guy, and he'd be staring up at the moon in the sky. Yeah, and I did thousands of these things. Yeah, and, and would you was, leave them around places, kind of? Yeah, yeah, with different messages or like you know, I just did thousands of them. And the I did that too in the two thousands in San Francisco. I wrote on little pieces of paper, "I love you, love is all, we are one," and all these messages. And I used to throw them out the windows of the bus. In yeah, I would San do Francisco. stuff that would like purposefully like confuse people. I like the man looking up at the moon. That's a very goddess image. Oh, yeah, it's good. Yeah, me and my friends, we were moon worshipers. Well, good, like the goddess Diana, too, (laughs) or Celine or Luna. Anyway, I've been loving, loving this new podcast called The Witch Cast um, with uh, Miss Lucy. Um, She's incredible. She writes tarot decks. I have some of her decks. She writes books. Um, It's pretty amazing. Um, So check that out. uh, I was laughing at this thing, this app I got last night called hashtag self care. It's, um, it's basically a person under the covers in a bed and, and it says, welcome to our healing space. And it's an app. And then you can press on the pat, the cat and pet the cat. And you can press on like the, um, no, 
Yeah, it's it's so I'm like, well, you why don't you just be in your room and actually light a candle and actually write in your journal? And but they've taken everything that would be around you in a comforting healing space and put it into your app, so you can just be on your phone and. But you're, pretend, then you're petting your phone and stuff. And I gonna, know, and I did it. Like the ca- big black cat's like head came up, and I they're like, it likes to be pet on its forehead and ears, and I'm like petting the the screen. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Probably giving the government my fingerprint or some shit. Um. Anyway, it's making me laugh. And it's reminding me to let's do real self-care, not necessarily by the app that's hashtag self-care. It's free too, by the way. I'm not that much of an idiot. I don't even know if I'm down to like the see see a therapist app. I'm all about seeing a therapist, but I don't know about a therapist that you see on an app. Real life is a thing. Yeah, no. And even doing a virtual therapy, I know lots of people have it, but the idea of starting a therapy with virtual is sad and depressing. Plus Um, making a commitment to go somewhere and do something is like a good start, you know? Like gyms are like that, therapies like that. Sorry. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, If I had healthcare, I would do it. Um, So anosomia... Anosomia is our word of the day. It means loss of smell. And we learned that from The Expanse last night. Anosomia. I don't know how you say it, but... um, Okay. But my real bit... Anosmia. I know the music's getting louder, but I want to talk about acting. Oh. Can I talk about it in your segment, Jimmy? Oh, yeah. There's there's hardly anything going on that I had uh, to talk about. So, sure. You take over my segment, too, (laughs) and talk about acting. Something everyone's interested in. It's so important. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Come back here next segment for Moon Talk Part 2. Everybody hates Jimmy. Jimmy thinks it's funny when you cry. Shyman guy, enough. He's a very charming man. He's an idiot. You don't seem like the type of person that anybody would want to hire. I have a personality type that makes it hard to work for or with others. Jimmy is drinking vodka on the toilet. I'm not about all that razzle dazzle. Wear your good suit. This is my good suit. Oh, yeah, so, um... So the piece of equipment is a Honda generator, you know, and it's oh, like a special kind of quiet running, Honda. quiet running Honda generator. You know, um, they. How much is it? It's it's a it's you know couple thousand. It's a couple thousand, yeah, and um, they uh, they have made it illegal to sell in the state <gasps> of California. And the way these things always go down is you can trace it back to some rich person has a friend who who has a uh, uh, a gadget that they made that goes on to the exhaust of things and right. makes the air cleaner you know they came up with it in in uh, engineering school at uh, Caltech over here right and now they want to sell it to the world and what they need to do is make it uh, you know mandatory to have it on every engine that produces so and so floral floral carbons or whatever right and so they make Make it a law that every everything sold from this date on has to have one of these things. And now this guy's going to get rich. And I'm thinking of just digging deep on this one. That's very skeptical. So you don't think it's about truly protecting the environment? Because I've stood in back of one of those generators on set, and it smelled so bad of gasoline and was so intense. 
No, I don't. I mean, I don't think like I. You know, I think that yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that like they make laws about that are actually just unappealing to the eye and and make you insecure. Like the idea of an M16, you know, or an assault rifle being any different than like lots of guns that are still totally legal. Like it's not. It's there's lots of rifles that do the exact same things, but since it doesn't look scary like that, since it doesn't have a special stock and it doesn't have a funny looking clip and it doesn't look like it came from a war zone like it's perfectly legal like this this idea of outlawing stuff because it looks scary to us has got to go because it smells scary to us has got to go like in in old town pasadena it's like illegal to smoke and vape on the sidewalk like that's got to go like it you, you don't you know, you don't like it because you don't like the look of it. Like, uh, sorry, you know, this is some stuff that other people want to do. I'm, I, it's so funny. I was raised to be so different when I was part of student government as a young Democrat back in Connecticut. The bill that my friend and I went to the state capitol in Connecticut to pass was something that would add seatbelts to ski lifts to protect people because people had died by falling out of it. It's ridiculous. I, I, I'm so skeptical of all of these like protect other people laws. Like what is your problem? Because some people have been hurt by some of those things. Yeah. Well, you can't keep some people from being hurt. No matter how many laws you do, you're never going to keep 100% of the people from being hurt. You're just not. And it's a stupid road to go down legislatively. If you want to go down that road educationally, that's great. Why not put your fucking effort, by the way, into that, into educating people about how to bring the bar down on the stupid ski lift instead of now mandating and making someone rich over that. That's the problem is because some person's nephew is going to weasel their way into some uh, state senator and be like, nah, let's pass this thing because now this person's going to get rich because he makes this widget that the, that the hippie girls want them to put on the fucking uh, ski <laughs> to lifts. To save the you kittens. Know? To save the kittens. Like when we're going to call it, we're going to call it Prop 14, the save the kittens prop. Oh, I vote for all that stuff. No. No, you can't. Like, you can't. Like, unless you read the whole thing, you can't vote for any of these propositions. That was my point. And like, you know, it's like, sure, read the whole thing. And if it looks good, fine. But usually it's just a vehicle for some bullshit. And I'm going to look all this up. I'm going to find out what prop it was and how it passed and who pushed it. I'll find some, I'll find some muck. I guarantee you. fight against those anti-vapors. I just, I just, you can't make these type of laws that are going to written now. Okay. And by the way, this is a law against the little guy. Okay. Because the little guy uses this particular piece of uh, equipment all the time. Yeah. No, the Honda and he generator, can't afford, I hear you. And he can't afford to replace it either. Okay. The film sets that are big that like Grace Faye works on, like <laughs> <laughs> they can afford to replace. They have, they have like 20 of these and they have a warehouse with another 20 of them and they can re- afford to replace all four. 40. In fact, they're probably insured against it, okay? But people that I shoot with and people making independent stuff... And by the way, I didn't even get into my rant about how the, the fucking... Uh, making a film is an art and not a business. And not everybody has to come at you with a fucking contract and a fucking insurance form in order to do it, okay? You can just get out there and do it. I think that's all I had. you would ever know? And you greenlit that tomfuckery? And now... Listen, everybody, I want to make an announcement about something. The LAAF Podcast presents... <laughs> today, Junior! Is today, is today even a thing? 
This is what happens for me when you skip a day. Like if you skip even two days of not ranting, it gets all, all these notes up were in piled there. up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But we this have, is actually what I've been doing for the past for our, two days trying to do this film. It's for our mental health that we must podcast three times a week, and y'all have to listen to it. Yesterday was National Spouses Day, and so my gift to you today is you may take over the National Days segment and talk okay. about acting. I had to look up what spouse means and it means husband or wife. Nah, so let's move what? on. Oh, well, we're no. common law married. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to get let's, go there on the podcast. fight about it on the podcast. <laughs> You're my boyfriend. Anyway, um, library shelfie day is today. What is that, oh. you ask? Some collectors of books tend to arrange their book collections so their spines can be admired pleasantly. Books, actually, I have seen how books arranged on a shelf can be an art form, especially if you put like a cool like vase in there or like a strange sculpture. Maybe you stick to a certain color scheme or you could do your books in order of color, like a rainbow thing like um, that that show on Netflix. Oh, whenever I have the time, I do this number to, to the books. I face them, you know, face them. Put them all. All facing on one this. direction? No, on the same like. Oh, you put them all so they're all level, a smooth level across. No, that's good. And of course, they should be in ascending to descending order, I think. Yeah. But some people like the color organization. Anyway, happy library shelfie day. Yeah. You can take a picture of your library shelf and hashtag that today. Yeah, we invite you to instigate or uh, or just uh, stoke your OCD today. Yeah, and, and make it look beautiful because beautiful and cohesive, clean things make your mind at ease. It's uh, International Holocaust Remembrance Day, January 27th, 2021. Well, that's a pretty important thing that we should all remember and never forget, especially with this re-rise of white supremacy in this country. And um, yeah, I'm glad that Camp Auschwitz guy got fucking arrested. It never went away. I mean, you'd be in the country, you know, and uh, people are there who just have not been exposed enough to enough like cosmopolitan culture to change their ways. It you was know? only a few generations ago that Hitler was in power it was only a great it was only our grandparents generation ago yeah but tomorrow's oh no today today <laughs> yeah i'll let you go mm, it's my favorite flavor but day. it's yeah it's chocolate cake day january 27th mm, yeah uh, yeah uh, do you like I'm a nice dry this. chocolate cake uh, just kidding what about a chocolate cake infused with cherry liqueur uh yeah, I actually ice cream on the side, vanilla ice cream. I like that uh, fruits fruit like uh, jelly inside. Actually, you a little do. a little like ribbon of it. Yeah, that's pretty good. Ooh, that sets it yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. But not this. I'm looking at this picture with this like uh, strawberries, full strawberries up top. Oh Chuck yeah. Chuck those. Get rid of them. Oh, okay. Nobody needs yeah, whole no. fruits. Don't put whole fruits or even fruit chunks in here. You want to put some like syrupy, you know fruit goop you know in there to 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 mm. set it off go ahead be my guest but Do you don't like be putting a smooth whole fruits. chocolate like cake? nobody came to the cake store to get a piece of fruit you know S- what i mean smooth or chunky smooth or chunky what chocolate cake uh chunky it depends on what the chunks are you know if they're fruit no if they're chocolate yes <laughs> all the chunks of chocolate mm. <laughs> we should get some of that uh, yeah, I'll be eating some today. Uh, you know, I always celebrate whatever food it is. That's how I gain these 30 pounds. Oh, it's also National Kazoo Day tomorrow. Our children are being corrupted by smut! 
We heard someone has a birthday. And now it's time for Famous Birthdays on LAAF. Uh, 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 All right, well. Turn the music up in the headphones. And it's Mozart's birthday. Oh Happy my birthday, God. Mozart. I should have really? played some Mozart. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah, we should play some Mozart. I could sing some. Uh, well, this is the kind of shaming <laughs> I live with all day long, day in and day out. Not just, just like I here. just pop that down. I just lay that track down. So. Just a cappella. Boom. Mozart. Right. Love Mozart. It's good for your babies and your fetuses. Hey, guy from Trailer. I know an opera. It's great. It's a great message. Why sometimes I've believed as many as six impossible things before breakfast. Although Lewis Carroll's intentions with young Alice are questionable. Happy birthday, Lewis Carroll. And Uh uh, what a great character you've created in Alice in Wonderland and all of your books. Was there a real Alice? Did they did they? Yeah, she was a neighbor's girl. No, I hope not. Oh. Yeah. He, but he admired her a lot and drew her and wrote wrote the books for her. Oh, I see. Yeah, no, I've. I mean, you know, you take uh, characters from interesting people. That's in, true. In your life, I've done that before, and most all of them not people I slept with. I mean, we can't cancel. I don't Lewis sleep with Carroll. interesting people. I mean, that's my problem. Excuse me. <laughs> um, when I was little, I used to think, "How's this for interesting?" That because I only ever heard it spoken before I was when I was pre-verbal, before I could read. I uh-huh. guess pre-literary. Uh-huh. Um, I thought it was Allison Wonderland. Oh yeah. oh yeah, Allison Wonderland. Wonderland's her last name. Yeah, I thought I that had about a girl in Allison. I named Allison in my class. Yeah, I thought that about a lot of things, like making ends meet. Making ends meet. I thought ends meet was a type of meat. <laughs> Of course you did. I think that's it's a pretty like a common sausage. one, though. I I heard other dudes who who uh, ends meat, maybe women. Yeah, ends meat. You know, uh, like really it'd be the, like that meat. cheap, you know, meat that you get in the bin. It's like spam, yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah. ends meat. Who I'm wants that? I'm busy all day making ends meat. Well, they have like head cheese, so why wouldn't they have ends meat? Head Actually, cheese, delicious though. You know, it's like the butt, basically. Well, we missed Ellen DeGeneres' birthday yesterday, and oh, all, no. uh, by the way, as I always remind you, if today is your birthday, Happy then feel privileged today. Feel privileged to share it with these, these celebrities who are better than you. Um, Alan Cumming. Uh, sure. He's fun. Is he? Uh, Bridget Fonda. Patton Oswalt. Oh, Bilbo himself. Oh, no, no, no. The little, no. The little Bilbo. Frodo himself. Right? Oh, who's Elijah that? Wood. Oh, yeah, Elijah Wood. Didn't he play Frodo? No. Um, oh, oh um, no. What did I oh, do? Oh, yeah, Frodo, Frodo, Frodo. Did you're he right. play that? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, Bilbo's the one from once. The Hobbit. That's blasphemous. I watched that movie once. I was like, the book was better, and then I moved on with my life. Th- that's it. Okay. Well, now can I talk about acting Please. since we talked about some actors? Yeah. Okay. So um, getting together for my character this week, um, I mentioned action verbs before that you think about those when you're doing a line. Now, I've been building a backstory. So that means that I've been thinking about who this character is, where they came from. And also, you always want to think about what were you doing right before the scene starts? Oh, yeah, that's good. What were you doing right before the scene starts? What? How did you wake up that morning? And you kind of... 
I've even had it in classes that's, where I lay on the ground and imagine so, it or write that it so down. Is so when they roll on the cameras or they turn on lights in the theater, you already have some sort of look on your face like something has happened? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right before they roll, you, you've already learned all your lines. So you aren't thinking about your lines. You're in the moment and you're thinking, I'm just coming from this. And then you've got that internal dialogue, the things that you're not saying that are going on behind your eyes. And that's the little monologue that you're saying in your head. So what I've been doing is I've been doing fake phone calls and conversations with fake other people in this character's life. So I'm calling like my friend Lou and being like, hey Lou, there's this kid in my apartment building, he's doing this and that. And as the character, I'm I'm having these conversations. And you can even record those in your audio messages for when you want to get into character. And then as you're kind of improving in character, improv is a great tool to get a sense of it. Um, you can start to feel like where you're holding in your body and how your character talks. Do they talk low in their voice? Do they shriek out a lot? And here's a fun hippie one. You want to pick a totem animal for who your character is. So when I played Cleopatra, I picked a snake. So it was in her talking and it was in her sensuality and she was threatening and she would bite and you know prey on people. She was a oh, snake. That's pretty ironic because a snake head. kills that character. I know, exactly. It was a perfect one. So I've decided who's going to be my totem animal for my villainous Karen character. What is it? A fire dragon. All right. Yeah, because she's always like simmering and lashing out. Jimmy's business manager embezzled some money and took off to Mexico. And now the LAAF podcast presents Today in History. Did you hear that Ted Cruz was like, why are we rejoining the Paris Agreement? It has nothing to do with what we care what Paris thinks. And then and then AOC was like, uh, do you think that people are saying we shouldn't listen to the Geneva Convention because it's about the people of Geneva? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. These stupid, going to these stupid uh, countries and having these meetings all about their country. <laughs> That's well, dumb. Uh, in this day in history, the Paris Accord in 1973 on January 27th ended the Vietnam War, America's longest war to that time. Oh. It, the Paris Accord was signed on this day in 1973, providing for an exchange of prisoners and the unilateral withdrawal of the U.S. forces from South Vietnam. Oh, and here is why on Jan January 27th is a Holocaust Remembrance Day is because January 27th, Auschwitz was also liberated. So that's some good news. Oh my gosh, if you haven't seen La Vita y Bella, Life is Beautiful, which won the Oscar when I was like in high school, that was that's a great movie. Oh, other tragic events in history today, 1986, I bet you remember this. This is actually January 28th, but we won't be coming to you tomorrow, so I have to talk about this with you now. Mm -hmm. The Space Shuttle Challenger explodes after liftoff. Oh no. Yeah, I remember my teacher was a woman, right? Because I was in grade school and my teacher was a woman and like all the women, like this was a huge thing. This was like a big deal for women because one of the crew of this spaceship was like breaking new ground where like serving some sort of function or maybe she was like the first one in lower orbit or I don't know, something. She broke some sort of ground on this and um, she was a scientist and um, I know obviously they all died, but she oh was God. like, yeah. Uh, and she also, I think, was a teacher. So 
Oh man, I I was too little to remember it, but you're two years younger than me. I was five. Yeah, I guess I was seven. That's about when you start remembering stuff, huh? No, it says it happened in 1986. Yeah. So yeah, I was five. (laughs) Wait, (laughs) let's do that math again. Oh no, it said it killed all seven crew members. Oh yeah, it just blew up. I mean, it was on live television. That's very scary. Because the TV was carrying the launch. You know, the TV always. Is this why you love science fiction? That it's like because they always somehow successfully have colonized space. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it seems so dangerous to me. Well, it's like we're always trying to do this shit, you know? We're always reaching reaching for this. And, like, we have gained such success but at such peril, you know? Yeah. And it's like, will we... We obviously will keep doing it, you know? But to what end, you know? Will it ever amount to... We reached the moon and we didn't find anything. There's no man there. There's no gold. Moon dust right. is bullshit. Nobody cares. The earth cares. is the best. Yeah. Like there's just nothing out there. And so until there's something out there, like in science fiction, there's something out there we finally reach. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what makes it interesting. If, you know, space is boring. Like we, like that's, that's what like most scientists would probably tell you. That, they can't, you, know. well, you can't say it's boring when we've barely explored any of it. If we finally find something out there that's not space and stars, you know? But, well, I like in the expanse or whatever we're watching where it's like they have to almost put themselves to sleep because it's like 45 days to get to like the next planet and stuff. Oh, I and mean, Raised by crazy. Wolves, they had to do that. Yeah. yeah. But it was years. I mean, they years. put themselves like, I think, yeah, in stasis for like years. I mean, but they only do that when like the earth has been destroyed by like climate change and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Humans destroy it, and it's mostly like the religious humans that destroy it, and then it's the religious humans that like co-opt most of the resources to get the hell out of there. But then some of the atheist humans—it's really—it's a pretty good story. That's except raised for the by last wolves, two episodes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we missed that. It's um, David um, Jerome David Kern's birthday. He's an incredible um, songwriter, one of my favorites. Uh, he wrote "Old Man River," "Can't Help Loving That Man," so he wrote the musical "Showboat." smoke gets in your eyes all the things you are anyway he's a great uh native new yorker can we talk about uh can we talk about the flight attendant sure oh yeah you 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 wimped out at the flight attendant it got too girly it it wimped out like it wasn't even girly it was just like it was a nothing nothing happened and it's got such a great setup you know it happens in the first few minutes and um well it's about her falling in love with brewster talked about it you know that like it's not about her falling in love. It's about the some guy. dude. Yeah, it's about the facts of the case and like it's a murder mystery and like it sets itself up as a murder mystery and then it becomes this psychodrama. Should we all go back to bed? Uh, yeah, let's do that. This is probably a late edition because I'm going to be working on it on set, and then I'll crank it out for you guys, um, but uh, probably later in the day for this one than usually. But yeah, yes. Hey, we're here, though. Let's it's... go back to bed. I have to learn my lines. I can't go back to bed. Oh, I have okay, very few let's, lines. Let's read a poem just in honor of Lewis Carroll. Are okay, you ready? Sure, yeah. Okay. All right, here we go. Um, we'll just pass it back and forth. Oh, oh, oh boy. Oh, I'll start. not that one. What I do don't... you mean? <laughs> to fourth grade? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to read Jabberwocky. <laughs> don't, let's not read that one. All right, let's pick a new one. Although I had that one memorized at a certain point. I think everybody did who is at all in theater. 
It's just a challenge you can't resist, you know? Twinkle, twinkle, little bat. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good one. How doth the little crocodile. Oh, yeah, that's a great one, too. Oh, that sounds dark. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, let's say it in a creepy way. This is good character development for me. How doth the little crocodile improve his shining tail and pour the waters of the Nile on every golden scale? How cheerfully he seems to grin, how neatly spreads his claws and welcomes little fishes in with gently smiling jaws. Oh, yeah. That's perfect for my character. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I didn't uh, I didn't get to finish my point about the, all the business and paperwork in the film industry, you know, and I'm right. super glad that like people uh, there's people out there that enjoy that or get some sort of kick out of that type Office of job or whatever, you know, right? and like I have no doubt that like there's so many production um, office people. Yeah, there's so many like uh, artists that I've run into who like have the talent to make a a product, you know, like not just but like a saleable product, you know, mm -hmm. and they just don't. And I understand why they don't because it's a mess, you know. And once your once your like product or your art basically is like commodified, like you're you're sort of like forced into a corner. Like you're not you don't have the freedom to be creative that you used to once you're doing your art as a job. And I'm not talking about just the film industry. But it's like there's a lot of understanding in other disciplines that like, hey, this person is just sheerly an artist. They're not doing it for the money. They're not trying to get big likes on Instagram. They're right. not. They're just doing the it's art. It's their divine purpose to do the art. As a divine purpose. I love it. You know, like that. Like you, you've got to have that. It's not necessarily your You can make a career. billion dollars and if you don't have that, you'll still be unhappy. So like cover that first. Like get that happening just as much as you do the billion dollars. In fact, the really good things that stick around and that we remember 50 years later are somebody's somebody's real art, you know, that they stuck by and they made despite of everything. And eventually it can become a career sometimes. Yeah, you make those things over and over and mm -hmm. over again and maybe make a hundred of them that don't get any recognition, but finally make one that's, you know, <laughs> that's Forrest Gump and gets... You know, I mean, Robert Zemeckis made that, I mean, so bad bad example. But you know what I mean. What did Lewis Carroll's wife think of him writing Jabberwocky and on making children's <laughs> books, you know? And look how long his legacy has endured. Yeah, yeah. And every artist knows that to their bones. They don't have to be trained Mozart? in it. Mozart? Like, you know, that like they got to keep going. You've got to keep going, you know. Even if your stuff is like like bad like there's even a, there's even a new especially nonsense like mm. i'm an absurdist to the core you know like but there's a new thing coming along a form of humor that appreciates um like i don't know off key or even poorly done works you know there's like Sweet. how did this get made <laughs> i know there's like how did this get made and there's like uh you know chat shows on podcasts Ooh, and we stuff. should be in a movie that they do in how did this get made we will eventually Let's make i feel one. like, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> do we need a generator <laughs> yeah i mean well they could do you know some stuff that we've done but like <laughs> but yeah yeah i just think um uh the the idea that you keep go that you fail and keep going you know or that that even if your aim is uh, to succeed it's to have to succeed in like having your thing that you built like received it all you know and that's success and uh, you know and if you happen to make money after that then that's great and that's all gravy but like 
yeah, let's focus on the art and stop throwing insurance forms in my in my face. And thank you for your support, you guys. You can follow us on LAAF Podcast on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. Thanks, guys. We love you. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. Worry, we're all flown on. We're all right. Flown on. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for the opportunity. Hi there, LAAFers. Hmm. You've probably noticed that all of our commercials are fake. That's because we get all of our support from you, the listener. Sign up today and get all the exclusive membership benefits for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash L-A-A-F. We'll have to suspend your membership. Who's that girl? <laughs> she took her job. Ah! Okay, okay, I'm bored. Let's go. With the extra cash, I could finally afford bone broth. Uh, so shines a good deed in a weary world. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. You are the resistance. <laughs> I love that part. Yeah, because we're saving the world with uh, this podcast.